This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. From the know, non-stop Vikings talk, it's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And away we go. Judd. Judd. Yes. Yes. What would you like to see, Phil? Get the flag. Get the flag! <laughs> So much to talk about off of this 31 to 28 Minnesota Vikings win. This is the most fan friendly interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. It is Vikings Ventline on the Purple Daily YouTube channel presented by Quick Trip, where we turn the show over to you guys, Vikings fans, to express your thoughts on each and every game. If you'd like to get on the show, and celebrate perhaps the Vikings winning four straight games, the Vikings having their uh, best and biggest offensive output in terms of points on the season with an emergency fourth string quarterback and Jaron Hall, who looked pretty good on that drive until, you know, he uh, got his bell rung. Um, You can email us vikingsvetline at gmail.com and we'll try to get to as many people as we can here over the next hour, hour and a half. Keep it clean. Don't get us fired. Wow. Vikings 31, Falcons 28. Get the flag again. Get the flag again. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere today. Oh, man. It's not going in- anywhere today. Uh-uh. Chaos. Oh, my Chaos God. Today. You know, <laughs> it's funny because I saw on Twitter, you know, this game is awful. This game is pathetic, blah, blah, blah. And so I finally texted you, Phil, and I said, Am I the only one that's enjoying this? Like, I've seen a lot of bad games with a lot of starters playing. Like, that's when I get down about a game. As you just said, so Seifert tweeted this out. I think it was in the fourth quarter. QB, the Vikings were without QB1, QB2, QB3, RB2, wide receiver one, wide receiver three, left tackle one. I thought this game was filled with intrigue and interest. And like, this was... Like, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, to a certain degree, we just saw the future. We time traveled. We time traveled from the potential quarterback situation to what Kevin O'Connell can do when he has to coach his ass off. Are you saying Josh Dobbs is the future at quarterback after one game? No, I'm saying that style of quarterback. We saw this is what I kept saying, the skill set. The skill set is what O'Connell, I truly believe, wants to work with. Josh Dobbs is not that guy, but you know what we saw? 
We saw the potential of that skill set today. Uh, Brian Flores coached his ass off. He's done a really good job. And yes, they wore down late and that defense was dead tired. But Brian Flores has done no better job. And I know Taylor Heineke's not good. I almost don't care. The Vikings overcame adversity today that came at them in waves, in yes. spades. Um, and and what Josh Dobbs did, and, you know, here's the thing. Tell me this. Tell me that you didn't see, and I'm being very careful here. I'm not saying Josh Dobbs is the starter going forward in into, like, 24. He's going to be the yeah. starter next week, okay? He is this year. But, yeah, yeah but, but, but hear me out on this. We saw the future as far as what Josh Dobbs did in scrambling for first downs when all hope looked lost. That well, that's is the thing. Like, if you're a coach, you're telling me that you're not extremely intrigued by the ability to make something from what would have been nothing. This this game to me was filled with interesting storylines and where things could be going eventually for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to steal a phrase. I was uh, texting back and forth with my uh, flagrant Howells co-host, Kyle Tagge, also a noted Vikings fan. And, and he says, that's a culture win right there. When you're down your left tackle and you're down QB1, like you said, QB2, QB3, QB4, just got off a flight like four days ago, five days ago. You make the trade for him on, was it Tuesday afternoon? So he's, yeah. pro- and it's an Tuesday. off day, obviously, like you're not in, in, in the Wednesday. building. So they probably sent him some materials via email on a Tuesday night or something. Hey, just we'll, we'll see if we can get you ready to just like dress for the game. And uh, and so, but they spent the whole week to think about this. Jaron Hall is being thrown into the fire more than anyone. So Jaron Hall gets almost all the reps in practice on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So Joshua Dobbs comes in. It's nice to be a rocket scientist. Uh, you can learn five different offensive schemes yeah. and playbooks in two years if you go back through his his travels to the NFL, but he comes in here. He's literally like meeting teammates and coaches for the first time in the last few days, let alone working out with them and getting the timing down on their routes and all this stuff. He's just cramming a playbook into his head and then they have to adjust it on the fly. He also had a couple terrible turnovers that they had to overcome because, Hey, you're just being thrown into a fire and it's not going to look perfect. And Mm -hmm. for them to sort of, as a team, not just him, I mean, guys, that catch that Jordan Addison made on the sidelines, TJ Hawkinson came up huge a few times, defense, for everyone to band together, QB4, left tackle two, Cam Akers may have torn his Achilles tendon based on the, you know, the Twitter doctors today. And, uh, And to go down the field and complete that drive for a fourth quarter comeback and have your highest scoring game offensively of the season, I love how Kyle put it, man. That is a culture win. And it speaks to what they're building here, that it's it's beyond one person. It's beyond a Kirk Cousins. It's beyond a Justin Jefferson. A win like that today shows you they're they're building something that a bunch of guys are buying into, even guys off of a plane on Tuesday night. And I, I think in fairness, what it shows us is it shows us the culture that Kevin has built. And and it's a character win, because like when you build that, that culture, he spent the last year plus building that and it came out today. <laughs> On a day in which you couldn't run the football, in a day in which your starting QP oh, went out oh, on they, the oh, but they could run the football on the eleventh play. Oh, but I mean, but you they think could about run the football. But do you think about all of the things? All and and you know what? Dobbs turned the ball over, but what happened? The defense held the Falcons to field goals. Like there is just if you want to know like the difference between where this franchise stood a couple of years ago and now. 
Um, if you watched all quarters, all four quarters today, you saw exactly that. And it was, dare I say, it was damn impressive. I was really impressed. All right, Dex, as you've been filling up the uh, virtual room here, so we'll let you pause from that and give your, your take here. What did, what did you see today? <laughs> uh, just an, an insane performance from a dude who had to come off the street. I, I We tweeted out earlier um, after he took that safety Josh Dobbs did that I was like, oh, this is going to be uh, this is gonna be a pretty ugly football game. And, yep. and we knew that a little bit going into the game with Jaron Hall, that I mean, the over-under is a lot lower. This, you know, I, I told you guys on Purple Props, I have confidence in the Vikings of winning ugly against the Atlanta Falcons, and that actually turned out to be a really fun, entertaining game with a couple backups that were slinging it. Um, but Josh Dobbs, for him to come off the street, and, you know, Judd's been hammering this point home of, you know, mobile quarterback, mobile quarterback. And I, I honestly, I didn't really get why Judd was so obsessed with this notion that we need, they need a mobile quarterback, but man, you saw it on display of what Kevin O'Connell can do with a guy like Josh Dobbs who can improvise with his feet so damn well. Um, it was pretty fun to see. And it, and I think that is Josh Dobbs first ever game winning drive too. I know he's mostly been a backup, but pretty cool story for that dude to get his first mm. game winning drive having arrived here just five days ago. Yeah. So also on the, on the running front. So when the running backs were running the football for the Vikings, it was 24 carries for Madison and Akers for an average of three yards per carry. But Joshua Dobbs and Jaron Hall ran the ball nine times for 77 yards, an average of what, eight, eight yards a carry. So you're not going to get eight yards a carry every single game from your quarterbacks. But it was nice, dude, that scramble. Joshua Dobbs had two or three just insane scrambles. But the one in particular, it was, I think it was just on the edge of the red zone. And man, two dudes came. We'll we'll go over some of these plays with Booney this week in trenches. But two dudes come off the edge, and that play was nuked. And he just <laughs> hightails his ass out of the pocket. Cam Akers, before he looked like he might have blown out his Achilles later in the game, uh, Cam Akers laid the wood to some three hundred pound defensive lineman, and mm-hmm. Dobbs picks up the first down. Obviously, Kirk Cousins would have dissected that defense with his arm more than you saw Josh Dobbs do, but. Just the escapability and the ability to keep plays alive. It's something we haven't seen here in a long time. So at the very least, it was just sort of interesting to watch that dynamic in this system for for one day and for the rest of the season here, I guess. Game balls go to Kevin O'Connell, Brian Flores to me. If if I'm the players, if I'm Harrison Smith, when they do their postgame thing, I say, hold up a second, guys. Hold up a second, coaches. And I award game balls to O'Connell, who I thought showed his chops today in a huge way, like we've never seen before. And what Flores dialed up, and the fact that 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 defense after the safety against Dobbs could have easily been like, oh, God, this is not going to work. Like, we've seen that before. And yet they kept coming back and holding the Falcons to field goals. And I don't care how bad the Falcons are. You're on the road, and you do do that. I'm telling you, I think the head coach and O's and DC deserve game balls. I thought it was a marvelous performance by them. Yeah, and one more thought, and then we'll shut up and, and turn the show over to everyone else, is there was a lot of, you know, when when Kirk goes out with the Achilles injury, just a lot of sort of, oh, my God, like the franchise is going to crumble now. Kirk's been the glue that holds all this together, and Kirk is one of the best 10 to 11 to 12 quarterbacks in the world. But if you've got the right head coach and you've got weapons and you've got a culture, you can still go out and score some points in an NFL football game. You know, there's, there are other guys that can get the ball to 
Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. And so I think, I I don't think anyone's saying, oh my God, Joshua Dobbs long-term is better than Kirk Cousins. But this fear mongering (laughs) of like the franchise is going to slip into a black hole now and be the Lions for the next 50 years because of the injury. I think maybe now after today, you can at least take a deep breath for a minute and, and sort of survey the landscape. So, all right, Declan, who's first out of the gate here on Vikings Ventline, Purple Daily YouTube channel? All right, let's uh, let's start off with Soda26 here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Soda26, yeah. what's up? Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Goal. Uh, super excited about Joshua Dodd's performance today. Uh, that was super fun to watch. I was a little bummed when he went out initially, wanted to see more of Jaron Hall. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that plays out as far as who keeps the starting uh, position. Also, I uh, was super frustrated with Madison, and I hadn't heard the Acres uh, Achilles deal. I hope that's not what happened, but uh, I was really over Madison running. That's my only nitpick. Super fun game. Skull. Awesome, man. Yes. Yeah, Thanks for thank coming you. on here. Soda 26 leading us off. Uh, on, and by the way, I'll just, just to be clear, it was uh, Dr. Chow, the NFL doctor. So the Vikings, the Vikings listed Akers out with an ankle injury. He was carted off the field, off the sideline. But then they showed the replay and did the close-up thing, just like the Kirk Cousins injury. It was foot planted in ground, non-contact, did not roll his ankle, and it looked like a pop right below the calf. So... We'll see. Let's keep rocking here. Vikings Ventline, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to Donald next year on Ventline. Donald, what's up, man? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, what's up, Donald? You seem awesome. So first things first, I know you guys. I need to give me some new tools. I'm out here in uh, the DMV area, so it's pretty hard to get it. It's almost a thoroughly. But I want to... We won! This is crazy. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Oh, good uh, there's so many things I can say about the game, uh, but we won, and I think that's all that matters. So, kids, go! We start oh, right go. Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks, you, Donald. There you go. Right. Three flag waves in the, the first dog, 15 minutes. Gold chant. They deserve it today. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, five and four. The Vikings are Five and four. Four and one on the road, by the way. Let's keep rocking here. Vikings Ventline, Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, let's go to Jimmy next. Jimmy, what's up, man? You're on Ventline. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I'm a Viking fan from New York, so I don't get to talk to Viking fans a lot. So this is great. But uh, what an amazing game. I mean, how can you not believe in Dobbs now? I just can't believe what he did there. Uh, I don't know what happens with Jaron Hall now. I mean, he looked really good, too, I think. He looked, um, com- he looked comfortable and poised. He did, yeah. he did miss that throw to Hawkinson in the end zone, and you wonder if he hits that touchdown and then doesn't get smoked on the next play, does he stay healthy the whole game? You, know, you kind of wonder, like, the butterfly effect. But, but he looked yeah, comfortable. Yeah, and you have to give a lot of credit to Kevin O'Connell for this game. Just all yes. the adversity and then still winning. Yep. Yeah, exactly absolutely, right. man. Jimmy, thanks for coming on out in New York, repping Vikings fans out on the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, this is the ultimate from a head coach perspective, offensive head coach. All right, you got a week to prepare either a fifth-round rookie from BYU or a guy you just traded for who's meeting everyone for the first time and playing on the road, go win a game. And they did. Mm-hmm. So who's next on Vikings Ventline? All right, let's go to Chris next. Chris, what's up, pal? 
Welcome, welcome back to Vikings Man Line. Happy to be back. Yeah. You know, after a good weekend, MSU wins, Vikings wins. Took some notes. All Let's right. go. Let's go. First, first up, Jaron Hall sucks that he got a concussion. Very sad. Kind of wondering what's going to happen. I'm assuming he'll probably be back up. You know, Josh Jobs had a pretty good game. No, no need to rush him back in. Um, I kind of feel like this performance from Josh Dobbs and from Jaron Hall kind of bye-bye Kirk. Like, I kind of feel like it might – KOC, Kwesi uh, might be a little bit more comfortable moving on from him now, now that seeing, like, another quarterback take the the helm. Um, it was nice to see a quarterback with some cojones, as I like to say. You know, Kirk sometimes drops back, gets a little scared. Josh Dobbs kind of looked – he looked like he was ready. Um, I. Speaking of scared, we didn't look scared. We looked like we are ready to take this NFC North back from the Lions. And I love to see it. Why not us? You know what I mean? Why not us? Good. Chris coming in hot here. Nice, Chris. Is that a Chris Great setup. Louis Chris. jersey or what is that? Uh, t- t- Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. What was, was Cleary number five? Or yeah, he, he was five. He was four and then Favre came in and then he'd switched, right? Yes. He, he was, um, he was, yeah. And, and then he switched to... He switched to four when um, when McNabb signed, so he he went back and forth. Okay, I got you. But uh, but you know, part of not being scared, I think, was also the fact that the defense set such a tone. Like if the defense, if the Vikings, if Dobbs gets sacked uh, for the safety and and then has the two picks, and those all result or two of the three result in touchdowns, guess what? You're probably like on your heels, right? But the defense set a tone that was, and I don't care that the Falcons offensively had a QB who clearly is not great. Like, that's still a tough game. That's still a very tough win. In this league, you're going against a team on the road um, that certainly has some firepower. So I think the defense, I think the fact that this defense is so emboldened now with Flores compared to a year ago when they were so passive-aggressive I think that's a huge point here because they can set a tone. I think it's my pie chart because we didn't do a pie chart last week. Just yes, out of respect of uh, Kirk Cousins injury. I don't know that the defense is going to make a large chunk of my pie chart, but I look at the pie chart committee. will think on it and see. Um, it's your pie chart. Yeah, they, they, they held up in a few spots. They got a couple big, you know, there's a big turnover. They had some big stuff, but, you know. Yes, let's keep going here. We could. I feel like we could ramble all day, and we will mm-hmm. eventually here. Uh, Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to Nick next year on Ventline. Nick, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me back on. So no. I called in this summer with Declan, and I was saying for my Vikings hot take that KOC was going to be the coach to lead us to a Super Bowl. I was riding super high off of last year's 13 wins. And today just like cemented that for me. Seeing him encouraging Jaron Hall on the sideline, Joshua Dobbs, I mean, that embrace between the two of them, you can just tell like he can work with whatever he's got quarterback wise and that the locker room is bought in. That was honestly one of the most like exciting wins I think I remember watching. Just adversity, injuries, you know, and then of course Atlanta runs the ball right down our throat like 12 times on that last drive to take the lead. And I'm thinking, okay, there it is. That's like the dejecting gut punch. And there he goes, Josh Dobbs, you know, scrambling, converting fourth downs, keeping us in the game. And um, I was joking with my buddies. I've already given him the nickname Josh Allen because it was just a treat to see some of that scrambling and athletic ability. <laughs> I'm a Kurt guy, but I was just going nuts when he was, you know, that two-point conversion when he runs out. and It's just like it's a blast to see. So like Judge yep. said, I think it is kind of a 
a glimpse of the future, what could be. But just a just a huge win. That was a freaking blast. I love it. I'm, you know, I was kind of like no expectations once Kurt got hurt. And still, I'm going to try to, you know, whatever happens, happens. We're just going to ride through the fun of this season. But that was a huge win and just a blast to watch. Yep. No, thanks for coming on here, uh, Nick. It was, yeah, I think it's also, you know, Joshua Dobbs did a bunch of stuff that obviously a 35-year-old pocket passer, Kirk Cousins, wouldn't have been able to do. Now, dart-throwing Kirk Cousins would have done some things in this game that Joshua Dobbs, not as good of a pocket passer, and learning a, a playbook for the first time. So, you, I guess it would have been fun to see like a side-by-side of, okay, this is how the game played out. What would the game have looked like if you had a fully healthy Cousins coming out of the Green Bay game? But it is uh, it is fun for the first time in a long time to just have a dude that can run for 66 yards and keep plays alive and convert a fourth down and all that stuff. Well, and, and to have a coach who goes with the flow. We've seen a lot of coaches, head coaches in this town who do not go with the flow. You do what they want, and if you don't, they get mad. Yep. This was a, hey, whatever we need to do, we're going to do. That's why I'm, I'm telling you, O'Connell's coaching job today, to me, was off the charts. Yep. Well, think about like 10 years ago, too. Remember when Joe Webb started a playoff? They had a full week knowing Joe Webb was going to start a playoff game, and they said, nope, he's going to run our playbook. Yeah. Must, right? Must Wasn't that? Grave, yeah. Yeah, Musgrave and uh, Frazier Frazier at the time. Terrible. Awful. So let's keep uh, rocking here. Vikings vent line at Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right. From one Nick to another Nick. Nick, you're on Vikings vent line. Hey, what's up, guys? From Jamaica. Wow. Love it. Wow. I don't miss a Vikings game. Are you guys guys on like a honeymoon right now or what's happening? Like a second honeymoon. Oh, wow. You you can say that. Love it. So a couple notes I have. So I think this game is just a testament to KOC and B-Flow, the coaching staff in general. Uh, all the injuries we had, like the way that we came back, that's a testament to the coaching staff. Dobbs has ice in his veins. Like, that's his first ever, right? <laughs> Jeez. Let's go. Ice in his veins. All right. I think he wins that starting position. I don't think you can go back to Hall. You know, Hall looked good for that first drive but I just don't think you can go back to him. Yeah. I'm really tired of Alexander Madison. I'm just I'm so tired of him. He, he doesn't hit the hole hard. He misses the hole. Schlereth was on him the whole game, too, on the broadcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's bad news. Uh, Mackie, the defense has to get a part of your pie chart. I just don't see how they can. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll consult with the pie chart committee and see <laughs> kind of where they, where they okay. fall in. Maya? Yeah, Maya, the dogs, the dogs. Maya Mackey will be giving you the pie chart. <laughs> All right, well, I'll give you guys one last view before we check out. Oh, you oh, look at that. son of a I, Nick. Jealousy doesn't Bastard. begin to describe my emotions towards both of you yeah. right now. All right, guys. Hey, you're my favorite Thank show. You. Love you guys. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for Enjoy. checking in, Thanks, both of you. Bye. How about that, man? It was a nice fall day, though. It was a very nice fall weekend here, so I'm not. Like, like, no complaints. Nice fall day. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. Um. I'm just looking at some of the stats here too. Yeah, Alexander Madison, 16 carries for 44 yards. It feels like every game. That's kind of what it is. Like, but as a receiver, two catches, 49 well, yards. He had day the, as a receiver. He did, but it was. I don't. I don't mean to. He had a 47 yard catch on a busted coverage that yeah. Ty Chandler probably turns it into even more. But so, but credit. You know, he caught the pass and. Uh, well, no, I guess it couldn't. But was it a? No, the touchdown was the other one. The 47-yarder, mm-hmm. he got tackled. Then the touchdown was on the mm-hmm. uh, the shorter mm-hmm. one. So nice job. Nice job. 
All right, let's keep it moving here. Vikings vent line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to Brett from Ohio next. Brett, what's up, man? Oh, Brett, you're uh, you're muted. Oh, we can't no. hear you, or your mic's off. Let's see if we. Can. All right, well, we'll, we'll come back to you, we'll, Brett. We'll come back. We'll to put you. in timeout. You're all good, man. We'll go to uh, Jonathan next year on vent line. Jonathan, what's up, dude? Hey guys, I'm wearing the Bears hat just because I got it right before the double going with my buddies in Chicago who turned me on to you guys, by the way. Are you a Bears fan or a Vikings oh, fan? No, I wear this because the Vikings haven't lost a game since I started yeah. wearing this. Uh, <laughs> Great okay. move. I, I got this right before the double going game. I was in Chicago yeah. at the game. Tell you. So I think I just need to wear the hat. I just have to. It's great. You're kind of tr- so you live in Chicago. No, I live in Minneapolis, the dining area. But no, okay, I was I, gonna say you could it'd be I a good kind of troll down. job. Yeah. What's that? You're like undercover, basically. Well, it's well, great. I just have to wear the hat. They win with it. Yeah. Like they have not lost a game when I wear this hat, so I just have to wear this hat. And the Bears oh. have sucked, so it's working out perfectly. Oh, it's working very well. So, you know what? The real thing we talk about signing players. I don't want to lose Brian Flores. I don't want to lose him at all. What do we need to do to keep him? Keep him on the staff, pay him. Like, I was looking today, watching the game. TJ Hawkinson, to me, like, we paid premium for not the type top tight end. We probably have the best defensive coordinator in the game. Like, how do we keep him? You know, so I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and that's, that's my biggest concern. How do we keep that guy on the staff? Yeah, it, the answer is very simple. You need to make sure that that court case, and thank you for uh, for chiming <laughs> in here, that that court case lingers for about one more year so that teams feel yeah. uncomfortable hiring him as a head coach. Yeah, and I, you know what? At, at this point, too, um, I, you could try and pay him a ton, but I think if he gets a chance again, he takes it. And here's the thing. If the trade-off was th- that he had come in and the Vikings' defense improved slightly, but not much, right? It's not like you're pleased about that. So I, I think, you know, unfortunately, I think what we're seeing has been out, outstanding. And I would not be surprised. I would not be absolutely totally shocked if the Vikings got two years from him. Yeah. I would not be totally shocked. I think you're probably accurate with that. I think it's it's like a very 50-50 thing. He's going to yeah. get interviews for sure. And then it just depends on, Deserve you it. know, does he, like, did he really want that Cardinals job too? I'm sure he would have taken any head coaching job, but is that deal? Like, yeah. I want that job. No, I, again, I, I hear you. I, I do agree with you. Okay. Who's next here on Vikings vent line. Vikings win 31 28 with their third and fourth string quarterbacks today. Let's try Brett again here. Brett, what's up, man? You're on vent line. Mm. Ah. I can't hear Brett, man. I'm not sure, man. Check, check your Brett, check your settings section on the, on the website here and or rejoin the room that also potentially could work. Uh, let's try Chase now. Chase, what's up, dude? You're on Bentline. How are you? You just got to unmute yourself, hey, Chase. Hey, I'm good. How about you guys? There we go. Okay. We got you, Chase. Hey, man. Sorry. Uh, first time being on the show. Um, I just got a couple notes. Uh, just an awesome team win for the Vikings. I mean, just to show, go out there and show adversity like that. Mm. You know, your starting quarterback goes down. Jaron Hall goes down. We fump, we get a safety right away, and then he comes back and just delivers a dagger. And how nice! I was just talking to my buddy about it. How nice is it to have a mobile quarterback? I'm young. I really have never seen a mobile quarterback for the Vikings. I think the last yeah. one was probably Culpepper, and he really didn't run much. So, 
Yeah, Christian just, Ponder. Christian Ponder was pretty mobile. I'll give yeah, him that. but one read and then darts from the pocket. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> right. Yeah, but not not at not not Dobbs level. You know, when he just took off on that fourth down or whatever it was. I mean, I just shot up. I mean, I didn't yell or anything because my wife's taking a nap downstairs. But <laughs> I just shot up off the couch and wanted to yell. So yeah. just wanted to come on here and say you guys are doing great. Thanks for everything you guys do, and thanks for the entertainment, and Skull Vikings. Thank you, man. Awesome, Appreciate Chase. you coming Thank on, you. Chase. Great stuff from Chase. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, when you just don't even know how to compute it sometimes. Like, oh, God, pressure's closing in. The play's over. Wait, no, it's not over. Oh, my God. 20-yard game. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Phil. I think the last, uh, the last Vikings QB we saw do this was Joe Webb, probably. And he didn't play for a like ton, but two games. He, yeah, but he did. He he had the same thing. The thing I love with Dobbs though is when when he did take off, there was no indecision. Too, he put his foot in the ground and turned. He he has the he has the decision making process that I actually want the running backs to have because it's like when he decided <laughs> the to whole go, hard. Yeah, <laughs> he decided to go. He went. He he didn't like try and navigate things. I'm that was impressive. Like yeah. that is. That is, uh, and and Schlereth was talking like he was still a backup, like Dobbs was. Just to be very clear, Dobbs started eight games for the Cardinals. Yeah. So, like, this was not a guy who spent 2023 as a slappy backup. He was starting, not for a bad team, but, like, it's not totally shocking that he didn't look o- overwhelmed. He's got enough starts, especially this season, where you're, like, it didn't surprise me. His success did a bit, but his ability to compute things did not yep by the way uh real quick shout out to our friends at quick trip here before we get mm. back to the event liner so the mackies made a trip to the uh, quick trip in plymouth this morning wow and one thing led to another and we were just let's go get a couple things you know a little little sunday morning uh trip to quick trip one thing led to another and we just got our groceries for the next three days it was incredible <laughs> some fajita mix for the uh for dinner tonight oh, some, yeah, some bananas that. dude yes. it was a little breakfast sandwich for for Morning pregame. Mm. And I, I hope you got some Kruba coffee as well because yeah. the, the coffee is and outstanding. Kruba coffee and yeah. also a little, little, just a little Diet Dr. Pepper just for the, just the taste. See? Just you a little see? taste of Diet Dr. Just Pepper. Yeah. And not, not only is Quick Trip your one-stop shopping place, but they're also your one-stop winning place. Check out the Gatorade Border Battle Sweepstakes. Sweepstakes. Purchase any Gatorade product with quick rewards to be automatically entered a chance to win two group cabin suite tickets to the new year's eve game between the vikings and packers of course at u.s bank stadium the prize pack includes one night standard hotel accommodations and a quick trip gift card no purchase necessary see quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes that's quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for full details uh, so uh, we we, uh, we didn't give uh, any of the Kruba coffee to Maya Mackie because it would probably make her too jumpy. We gave her no. Nutrisource instead, no. and uh, she's always very happy to eat. I mean, when a dog is that happy to eat the same thing multiple times per day for a long time, you know it's great yep. food. Nutrisource chicken and rice is Maya's favorite go-to meal. That's outstanding. And guess what? The Mackies weren't the only ones shopping. So was Zolgad, but it was for that girl, Stella, because I had to go to my local Chuck and Don's to pick up, guess what, Nutrisource food and treats. And when I got home, she was probably as happy as that guy is, the Vinster, when he gets his food and treats from Nutrisource, Dex. 
Uh, yeah, not sure if you can hear that chomping in the background, but it's Vinster uh, uh, chomping on chomping Good on some Nutrisource bones. But you know, he loves his bones. The Vikings won. I decided, you know what? It's just me and you right now. Mom's out shopping with her mom. I was like, you get a bone, buddy. So our friends at Nutrisource make our dogs very happy. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you all across the country. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Back to the vent lines here. Vikings move above 500. They haven't lost in over a month. They're five and four. They're in playoff position. And uh, Joshua Dobbs is a legend after today. Who's next? All right, let's go to Maya next here. Hey, Maya, you're on vent line. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, uh, first of all, uh, I'm down in Lincoln, Nebraska, so I was pretty happy that I found some surly uh, before I die down here. I Heck couldn't yeah. find it for the longest time. Nice. Um, also, every time Phil, when you say uh, Maya likes their dog food, it, it always perks my ears up. I've only been listening uh, for about a year. I thought but... Declan was messing with me. I'm like, all, all of a sudden, my dog pops up on one of the vent line screens here. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I, the game today was great, and I want to put most of the credit towards KOC. Uh, me, me personally, I'm not a big fan of running quarterbacks because of the injury aspect of it is so much greater. Um. So I I am a little concerned on on that with uh, how short our quarterback room is now. Um, and I did see some throws that Dobbs put out there that put our wide receivers in some pretty bad positions. Uh, KJ Osborne being one of them. So um, that's that's pretty much all I had. But that's just a couple things I wanted to to point out. Yep, Maya, thanks for for coming on here. I mean, yeah, like that is, you know, we're obviously celebrating a win here, and Joshua Dobbs off the plane comes in and brings the Vikings back in the fourth quarter, but yeah, like he's not, he's a backup. Like he's, unless, unless, unless something crazy, you know, like Geno Smith was a second round pick who then was a backup for a while. Dobbs was, what was Dobbs? Like a fourth round pick, third round pick Mm -hmm. or something. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone is saying that he is as arm talented or as capable of like leading a team over the long haul as Kirk Cousins was, but it was a really interesting change of pace today that clearly was effective in some spots to give us some fair context i think we learned a lot more about kevin o'connell today than josh dobbs that is correct yeah yep so we're not trying to anoint dobbs the guy but we are saying look what o'connell did when given a quarterback with a very different skill set than kirk cousins I think that's the fairest way to say it yep uh vikings quarterbacks combined 25 of 36 for 217 so six and a half seven yards per attempt um two touchdowns no interceptions fumbles you had three fumbles from Dobbs. two of them were lost so some definitely some clunky stuff there in the turnover department a safety was taken at one point but they overcame all of it declan who's next on vikings vent line all right let, let's go to sean next here sean what's up dude how are you guys what's up sean Great, great. I got to say, as uh, one aerospace engineer to another, who says you can't play football? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so all things considered, great, to, great to see him balling out like that. Uh, great, great to see that uh, Vikings still may have an outside chance of wild card. But uh, 
I got to say, come draft time and whatnot, there will definitely be some decisions to make, nevertheless, about the quarterback position and maybe potentially going either defensive lineman or maybe give the, that defense some much-needed reinforcement at some point in time. So definitely let me know when you have a wild vet line at some point. And uh, just for the rest of the guys, uh, there's Apollo. Oh, so. oh, who's a good boy? Oh, look at girl, that girl, girl. 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 Yeah, who's okay. a good girl? Okay. Look so, at uh, that. So, so yeah, cheers from Tampa. All right. Take care, guys. Awesome. Enjoy. Man. Thanks, Thanks Sean. Sean. Enjoy okay. that gorgeous day. Yeah, when is Wild Vent Line? When are we going to – when are we going to – Well, if they, if, if they lost yesterday, Judd might, would have probably tempted me to, to get one on get one on because Dean Zevison's seat's getting pretty hot. But uh, They staved not, it off for at least a yeah. few minutes. Big but, comeback win. Nice little save by uh, mm-hmm. Ziflauer. Yeah. Close it out yeah. there. Down three zip. Yeah, good stuff. All right, let's keep it going here on Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, let's go to Gareth next year. Gareth, hey, what's, what's up, gents? How you doing? What's going Just left on? The stadium. Oh, nice. Game was great. Mackie, I got three words for you. Josh Leaping Dobbs. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Get the flag, Jug. Right, Get the flag. On. This hold is the on. fourth flag appearance of the show. Here we go. Yes, sir. Got the flag. Yes, sir. Hey, there's a lot of purple in the stands today. It was good. Look at let's these go. guys. Look at all the yeah. look at all the Vikings fans roaming the oh, streets dude. around Mercedes Benz Stadium, bro. There were there were like six or seven skull chants that were loud and proud in the stadium nice. today. Love awesome. it, man. How, how many uh, how many Vikings fans would you say were in there? It looked like a lot on oh, TV. Honestly, at least a third of the stadium. I'm not even kidding you. And the, the hotel that we're staying at is packed full of them. Packed full. Love it, dude. Seeing That's seeing awesome. Moss jerseys, Culpepper, Tarkington, just mm. any jersey that you can think of, it was there. It was insane. It's great. Amazing, man. Let's get the flag That's one awesome. more time for Gareth That's here. He's awesome. in Atlanta. Get the flag! He's on the yeah! Five and four. <laughs> Reporting live from Atlanta. Gareth. Love you guys. We, love you guys. You, we love Gareth. you. Mania. Appreciate it. That's awesome. hilarious man we i we should put the bat signal out we love when you guys call in or i guess join whatever word i'm looking for like when you join from the stadiums on the road it's awesome so mm-hmm. get those invites in early and then in the email to declan tell him hey i'm at the stadium right now i'm leaving soldier field i'm leaving lambo i'm leaving mercedes-benz same because we we'd love to pop you on and also if we we hear from a lot of you around the country at Vikings bars, Vikings bars in Chicago, Vikings bar, Petoskey's in Seattle is a place we used to go to New York, New York. Like if you are at a Vikings bar and you want to get everyone from the Vikings bar on Vikings vent line, send us that note, Vikings vent line at gmail.com in advance and tell us in the email so we can get you on for sure. It's uh, it's fun to see all those atmospheres. Who's next on Vikings vent line. All right, let's go to Nathan next. Hey, what's up, Nathan? Hey guys, first of all, I just want to say I greatly appreciate you. I work for myself out of my garage. And so every day I get to listen to your podcast in full. Um, I don't always get to look at your faces so I can focus on my work, but nothing against your faces. Um, okay. Heck, you're, you're very, okay. you're very dapper and I miss the facial hair. Um, but anyway, I wanted to say thanks on that front. Living in the Kansas City Metro, I must say it's, it's hard for me. It's been very hard for me the last couple of years. While I appreciate what Mahomes is capable of and Andy Reid coaches up, you know, to be a part of a franchise like the Vikings, we just don't win. And to be here, it just makes it tougher for me. So thanks for uh, like the counseling sessions you give me behind closed doors. I want to just say two things briefly. 
I was trying to get inside the head while I appreciate the defensive game plan today. I was trying to get inside the head of Flores a little bit as to why it felt like on third and long, we were only sending three guys. Yeah, uh, I thought a fourth guy would have come in handy because we didn't stop them on as many third and long as I would have anticipated. And I'm no genius, you know, uh, football expert. What, what was a little surprised at that? This, by the way, is uh, our our dog. We adopted. His name was Dwayne. That didn't seem right, so the kids oh. renamed him. I don't know if you can see here, but uh, Jefferson. Oh, that's the phone number. Let me flip that. <laughs> Jefferson is my dog. He's got a purple collar on. So yeah, Jefferson's a huge Viking fan. So I was trying to get inside Flora's head. The other head I was trying to get into the whole game, Judd, was your head. Because as I'm watching it, I'm thinking Judd's excited to see Jaron. Jaron goes down. And then Judd's got to be like, well, let's see what we got in Dobbs. But as the, as the Vikings started playing well in the second half, I thought Judd's probably getting a little upset because our draft position is shifting here and he's rethinking. So I was curious to hear, and I'm glad you affirmed what I was hopeful for that you were super excited. So nothing more to say on my end. Just want to say thanks as much as anything. I appreciate who you guys are and what you do and uh, skull keep skull alive down in Kansas city here for me. Awesome, and man. Thank you for See the kind words. Jefferson. Jefferson. Going to have to get an Addison now. He's going to have to buy yeah. more dogs. Fuck. A Powell. He caught the yeah. game winning touchdown. <laughs> Powell. Powell. <laughs> you have to buy a mutt named Powell. What's Powell? Is Powell under contract for a couple of years? Like KJ is going to be a free agent, so you don't want to yeah. name your dog KJ. I have to look. I was seeing a lot of, well, Dobbs can't throw. He can just run. He can't really throw. And then he slung that one in, in there, and I quickly tweeted, oh, I guess he can throw, too. He had another one, too. He threw a missile into Jordan Addison right at the goal line. And I think Addison mm-hmm. probably should have caught it. Or was it a goal? It was, it was either the first down line or the goal line. But then it looked like there was a helmet-to-helmet situation. Yeah. It was a potential first Midfield. Down. Yes. Well, he punched, got punched on the helmet. Yeah. The, the guy, I think, went to punch the ball, and he punched him in the face mask. That was a really, like, uncomfortably physical game with some concussions. Yeah. And, yeah. and even, like, the non-contact thing with Cam Akers. Ugh. But, uh, I don't know how the guy who hit K.J. Osborne didn't get tossed from the game. Well, like, Harrison Smith yeah. got tossed against, was it the Texans or Colts a few years ago? For something, I think it was the Texans, much less. I mean, that was a brutal hit yeah it was yes and it's like there's an official was it the umpire guy yeah. that, that stands right there just kind of staring at it too not sure what he was looking at let's keep rocking here vikings vent line vikings win they haven't lost in like a month it's pretty crazy um who's next Declan? let's go to nate next here nate what's up pal hey guys appreciate me uh, you guys being able to get me on here yeah, um do you guys want to talk about the Acres injury? Because I may have breaking news if you want to talk about it right now. Uh, yes. Here, we'll give you the breaking news sounder right. here. Go ahead. Okay. According to Kevin O'Connell in his press conference, he fears that it is a torn Achilles for Cam okay. Akers. So not an ankle for the second straight week. Not? Okay. This would yeah. be a second Achilles, too. Oh, that's right. I don't, yes. I don't know how you come back from a second Achilles injury. I mean, even though he's not, it's not like he's been in the league for a long time, but as a running back, I really don't know how you come back from that. No. But, um, which stinks because Madison finally started to look at least better kind of towards the fourth quarter, but it still was not, I don't know. I don't recognize this running back. Like this is not the guy that's been backing up Dalvin for the last three years, but 
Kevin O'Connell absolutely has to be coach of the year if they continue to win because they've been winning not only without Justin Jefferson, but also now without Kirk Cousins. And then without, with, you know, he won with a guy who's been on the team for five days. This is, I, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't, I understand that Atlanta is obviously a terribly coached team because there were so many decisions that I did not understand He's going down the stretch. It's just on that last drive. Like, why are you throwing underneath when you've got a guy who yeah. can kick it from 60 yards? With two timeouts left. Time? I, I know. It doesn't make any sense. But regardless, I, KOC outcoached him so many, so many different ways. So. Yeah, that was, by the way, thank you for monitoring the uh, breaking news here. We uh, appreciate that from reporter Nate. Yeah, the Vikings have not lost. They were, they've just been four games without Justin Jefferson. They're 4-0 without yeah. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And they're 1-0 without Kirk Cousins. Insane. Well, and Christian Derrissaw. I was going to say, and today too. you were without just a, a – did, did you see, like, once once KJ went out, it was like Tristan Jackson was in and Nikhil Harry was in. And Brandon Powell was now wide receiver two, I think. Yeah. Right? So, they actually – there's a great um, – Nuts. Early in the game, I think it was the first or was it Jaron Hall? I can't remember if it was the one of the first two drives. I think it was the Johnny Munt reception. That was Jaron Hall's first like that was big his one. first completion. And they had they had Johnny Munt and Nikhil Harry on the field for that play. And so the Falcons, rightfully so, are like, "Well, this is clearly a run, right? You've got your third tight end, Mm-mm. your blocking tight end, and then your six foot four run blocking receiver in." And they do it on purpose, man. They they show they show a play action, and Johnny Munt gets out there for. It was like a 15 or a 20 yard gain. So that's like, that, that's the nuanced stuff. Let's, let's put formations out that scream run with a backup quarterback and yeah. then trust him to execute a play action. It's creativity, creativity. Uh, who's next on Vikings vent line here, Dex. Let's go to Tanner next. What's up, Tanner boys. How you guys doing? Tanner. What's up? Oh, buddy? What a game. Josh Dobbs. Josh that man Dobbs. Is, he's cold. He's really good. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him this season. Um, just a few things for you guys. Uh, so on the note of Dobbs, imagine when Jeff- Jefferson comes back. What, he's going to have a little bit more um, openings, and he'll be able to get some more guys free. I think it's going to be a sight to see. Um, what do you think of next week, you think? you think it's Well, I, don't know. I, I heard he might protest and never play another game until Kirk Cousins plays for the Vikings. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, what, I, that's what I have been told. <laughs> Okay. He he is he is going to protest and will not play with any other quarterback the rest of his career, not named Kirk Cousins. We'll I've see. Actually, we'll see. I've heard about that too from a few people. Hey, well then you guys might need to change the jacket because I got the fourth quarter comeback. <laughs> Kirk oh, yeah. Cousins, you got to put Josh like Dobbs on it now. Josh Josh O Chains, Josh O Chains, Josh O Chains. There you go. Exactly. Hey, and another thing, Mackie. So. Yesterday, Notre Dame did not play like a champion, but I think we got to raise it for Josh Dobbs because Josh Dobbs did. played like a champion. He played like a yes. champion today. Yep, he did. He did. All right. So other than that, um, I have two more things. How about Hunter? He's scaring these guys on the line. Did you see that when he lined up in yes. the middle? Over. <laughs> I just He's... started laughing. I just started laughing. The center was like, oh. like he just got so spooked. It's crazy. I don't know. I think it's yeah. Funny. As I totally. Go ahead, Jeff. I've totally changed my view there. You've got to resign him. Like yeah. this is this is a this is a, a level of dominant I did not expect. I knew he was I mean he's really good. I knew that. But yeah, he is now he's now creating problems by breathing on guys. <laughs> Literally. Like it's he's just like, like Francis Ngannou. 
and then he just points and, and it's like it's it's a scary um ability to impact a game with doing nothing physically yet because they're so afraid of what you're gonna do yeah it's crazy as Booney will tell us too it's like one of the one of the best things you can do to screw with guards is to put dudes like Daniil Hunter and Miles Garrett bring them from the outside put them on the inside because those dudes are not like tackles are are drafted and cultivated to work one-on-one with those guys guards aren't so if you can if you can strategically deploy Daniil Hunter up by the way Joshua Dobbs uh, just got to the podium a minute ago I'm getting this from uh, the Vikings beat writer feed here uh, Kevin Seifert ESPN Josh Dobbs got to the podium and jokingly introduced himself to the Minnesota media because this is the this is the first time did, did he maybe have a press conference he early in the week conference okay yeah I think Thursday <laughs> he had a press conference but a small one probably so yeah it's hilarious one last thing, one last thing. So everybody keeps talking about a defensive lineman in interior. There's a guy named Akeem Hicks sitting there in free agency right now, and nobody wants to sign him. So, I mean, I, what he, he's probably going to take something like Linval Joseph did last year or what uh, Dominican Sue took when I'm um, the Eagles when they were going into the playoffs. They, they pl- got signed for, what, it was like $2 million or something like that? You get him in there, you don't really got to worry about that in the draft next year. I mean, you'd obviously want somebody younger, but it's just a thought. I think that would be a good move. That Tony Algier drive where he was just running down their throat the whole entire time. It's like, what are you going to do there? Yeah. I mean, it couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt, right? So thanks for coming on Vikings Vent Line. I mean, there's a reason why he's out there and available, but in terms of like down linemen in this scheme to Dean Lowry's out with, is it a groin or a whatever it is? Which, which you're down bodies right now. Yeah. And, and Dean has not, that's the thing is they, they don't really have that guy. The only the only player I think who has at times lived up to the expectation of being an interior guy is probably Jonathan Bullard because he's got size and, and he's made some stops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that drive now. Now, part of that drive was was also the product of that defense. Rightfully so was just gassed like those guys had been saving uh, saving the team's bacon all day long. And they look just absolutely gassed. But yeah, I would, I would love to see one more just big, overweight guy stopping the run. <laughs> I really ball. like that. And then, and then, when his career is over, if he's looking to, to lose, if he's looking to lose weight, where should he go, Judd? <laughs> it's one stop shopping because he can do what I did a couple of years ago in dropping forty pounds and, and contact my friends at. Livia Weight Control Centers, who are going to help him take off the weight and, most importantly, keep the weight off. And here's the best part. Right now, if you join, you're going to get three months. That's right, not three weeks. You're going to get three months for free. And so you're going to drop a ton of weight, and you're just getting started on a program that I can tell you right now, doctor recommended, it works, L-I-V-E-A.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia. Dot com inside inside or outside the state because the whole program can be done virtually livia can work for a guy who used to play nose tackle and it can work for you however much weight you want to lose check them out livia.com hey if you guys uh, are maybe just stumbling into this post game show for the first time here on the purple daily youtube channel if you could click the subscribe button and the like button and even the bell notification button mm-hmm. so that whenever we put out new content you can be alerted here this is daily vikings entertainment on purple daily we just want the vikings to win a super bowl before we die we say that on every single show and uh they're five and four so you know there's still there's still a chance they're in playoff position right now 
So we'll see what happens. But thank you for uh, for hanging out with us here. We're 50 minutes into this postgame celebration of Joshua Dobbs and Kevin O'Connell piecing together a victory. Declan, who's next? Let's go to AJ from Pittsburgh next. AJ, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. What's going uh, on with you? You've been uh, giving out game balls to KOC and Byron Flores. I think uh, maybe we should give one out to Arthur Smith. You know, he has <laughs> He's two top ten draft picks and Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson and don't even get the ball at all. Like, yeah, Bijan had 10 carries today. Like, he probably should have just took over the game. And uh, I just think maybe we should thank the terrible coaching and terrible Falcons team for the win today. I think uh, you make a good point there because if before the game, if somebody would have said to you, okay, AJ, so you, as a Vikings fan, what would you rather not see, right? Or like, what would you be scared of if they said, hey, the Falcons are going to have Taylor Heineke throw the ball 38 times. You'd probably say, I think the Vikings have a chance. He's probably going to throw a pick, right? Uh, and Bijan Robinson's going to carry the ball only 11 times in this game. You'd be like, oh, okay. Like, shouldn't that be flipped? Shouldn't it have been like 21 passes for Heineke and 25 carries for Bijan Robinson if you're looking to control and win that game? But oh, just an idiot with a microphone. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I have Bijan on my fantasy team, so that kind of stinks. But <laughs> he's not helping you. Yeah. No. No, no. And Thanks, and the Arthur Smith chat, who the hell told Arthur Smith to challenge that play? Once it was called, there was no way that was being the Addison catch? overturned. No, no, no. Uh, the catch that, that the Falcons player made that took him out, out of bounds. Oh, yeah. In yeah. the end zone. And it his was, feet, that was pretty close. That it was, was but they close. weren't going. But once that's called, that, that call is going to stand. He's juggling the ball a bit. I was just, it's like, don't challenge that call. You're an idiot. Yeah. They're not going to overturn that call. I think sometimes coaches, like, there might be, they might get one quick word and then they get excited. And But the difference there is they were controlling. It wasn't like the other way around where the other team's trying to hurry to the line and you're like, ah, crap, I got to throw my flag. It's like, no, you have the ball and you're controlling. You have 40 seconds to figure this out, right? Shockingly, I guess the fans were very, uh, were on the, uh, thought process of challenge the call, challenge of the course. call. And yeah. so Smith went full Ticey or Zimmer and said, oh, okay, I'll challenge the call. Yeah. Come on. Falcons coaching staff rocking the mustache. It's either Movember or they just love mustaches. Arthur Smith know. has that weird stash all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's a lifestyle for him. Yeah. He's rich. Yeah. He is. All right. Who's who's up next here? Vikings vent line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to Cody next. Cody, what's up, dude? It's going pretty good and everything. I was a surprising win. It looked like a normal Minnesota Vikings win uh, or game, should I say, where, oh, everything is just going to hell. And then all of a sudden, stuff we have a miraculous comeback. Yeah. And then Joshua Dobbs comes in legendarily off yep. the plane and sets yep. a new tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it me or does it seem like we have an injury bug this year compared to last year? Boy. Yeah, Cody, thanks for coming on, man. I mean, it's been two Achilles to, to, to the a quarterback starting quarterback, thing. and then yeah. you're basically your 1B running back. Darisaw missed time because of a concussion last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, his, so his being hurt is not new. He's been hurt previously. I'm trying to think. Jefferson, though, that's a first time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good point. Defense has stayed relatively healthy, knock on wood, with an exception here and there. 
mm-hmm. when you lose your starting quarterback for the year and then your one B running back probably for the year with an Achilles today, and you're the best wide receiver in the NFL for, you know, a huge chunk of the season. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about as bad as it can get for the most part. Let's keep rocking you know, here. They overcame zone. the adversity, baby. They overcame it. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Alex next. Alex, what's up, man? Hey guys, what's going on? Thank you what's for having up, me on. Hey, uh, Minnesota, come here. Come here, girl. This is the lucky charm this year. She's the one who's bringing us all the luck. This is the baby right here. Oh, who's a good girl? Oh, Minnesota. A little Vikings collar, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's why we've been having good luck. But what's the deal with the injuries? JJ, Kirko, and then we walk into this game, and it just goes nuts. Everybody is concussed or hurt, and then we still win. Like, this – Maybe this is a sign that this is the year, guys. Before we die, right? Josh Dobbs, you think he's the guy? No, probably not forever. But for, <laughs> for today, I'm also I mean, for the Lombardi, yeah. stick with it. I mean, they've made what's crazy is a lot of the runs they've made. And thanks for coming on here, Case Keenum. The you know the backup comes in and rides the magic carpet. Randall Cunningham, backup comes in, and then I mean, 1999, they didn't get as far as they did the year before. But Jeff George comes in and. They ride a wave and go forward. So it, it has happened several times in Vikings history that were the, not that they win the Super Bowl with the backup quarterback, but that they kind of surprise you the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep keep it moving here on Vikings Vent Line decks. Let's go to Tony next. Tony, what's up, pal? Phil, what's up, fellas? Phil, that's exactly why this franchise is cursed. Hall going out on that second drive is just the curse of this franchise. We needed to see what he could do, whether he looked bad or not. Dobbs stepping in and wins is not good. It just means that he's going to start next week. Hall doesn't get a chance to show us what he has. Who cares if Dobbs wins? We're not winning a Super Bowl with him. 38 years of Vikings fan, dealing with Eagles fans in my area in the Northeast, garbage fans that they are. We just have a poor fan base that doesn't, that just recognizes mediocrity. It's it's just it's no good, fellas. We should be demanding more. KOC is doing a good job with what he has. I really appreciate Flores, what he's doing, and bringing a top 12 defense like I thought he would. But, man, you, you just go get Dobbs. Okay, now everybody in Minnesota land wants to hail this kid as, a, as some kind of emergence. There's a reason why he's been uh, on five different teams in three years. It's just – it's a joke. We got to realize what we're actually looking at, fellas. He's not the answer. We needed to see what Hall could bring. And now that's gone because if the kid wins, they're not going to put Hall back in. And now you're back to square one again. We need a quarterback, which is what we've always needed. It's just a shame, man. We can't, we don't, we don't excel for excellence. We just keep dealing with with mediocrity that we have as a fan base. And man, until we, you know, it's just, I don't understand. Okay, Tony, thank you for coming on. I know Judd has the answer for you because Judd kind of brought it up earlier. Yeah. So, first of all, if Jaron Hall was a first or second round pick, I think I might agree. It'd be like, oh my God, you got to see your first round pick and now he's out. But he's a fifth round pick. Okay. And the odds of him being the long term solution are probably relatively small, as the facts point out. So, mm-hmm. th- this is not a hot take. Um, what Dobbs did was impressive. But the answer is this, what you saw was, and it's the most important thing, what you saw was your head coach calling plays for a quarterback that is the, again, I will use the term because the names don't matter. 
that is that has the skill set possesses a certain amount of skills, a particular set of skills. skills that I will pick your team apart, but who has the skill set that you want to see O'Connell call plays for. So I would be with you if Hall was a high draft pick and it's like, well, this was our chance to see him and now we're screwed. But I think what today is and, and the reason why I'm so encouraged, why I'm giddy, why I'm happy, because your point is a point that I ordinarily would make in a different circumstance. But no. Kevin O'Connell, you are seeing him, and he is singly one of the most important people here. Like, you cannot dismiss what O'Connell did. And what he is doing now is he's calling plays for a quarterback who has a skill set that Kirk Cousins does not have. And you know what? It looked pretty damn good. Yeah, that, that's so where I'm, I'm at with encouraged. this too. I think, I don't know that, and I'm sure there's a, a, a fraction of Vikings fans that are like, yeah, okay, now Dobbs is the quarterback of the future. I don't think anyone on this show among the three of us, is coming out of this game saying, oh, man, they may have found their three-year, five-year, ten-year solution at quarterback. But just a couple things. I think let's just talk about Jaron Hall and Josh Dobbs for a second. If the options are only those two guys, first of all, like, I would not want to be in a, in a world where those are my only two options at quarterback moving forward. I'd, I'd like to be able to take a stab in the first round or whatever. But if those are my only two options, I actually think Dobbs as a 28 year old versus Jaron Hall as a 25 and a half year old Dobbs is the better quarterback prospect. Now, neither of them are are 22 year old first round pick level prospects, but I think Dobbs would have a better chance based on skill set, size, athletic ability, everything. If you said one of these guys has to be your quarterback for the next three years, Joshua Dobbs is the guy you would choose over Jaron Hall. But to your point, in a world where we're just looking for, like, this is a cooking show. This is, uh, this is one of those Food Network, you know, right. game shows. And we, we want to know if Kevin O'Connell can cook. So we're going to give him, like, some subpar ingredients here. We're going to give him, like, you know, an avocado, a tray of ice cubes, and, uh, like, a flank steak. And, and see if he can put together a gourmet meal. And he kind of did. Like, he... Imagine giving him better ingredients, a, a mobile quarterback with a bigger arm, faster, right. faster reading of the defenses, right? Like a first round caliber talent. Correct. That's kind of what you're, you've been saying. And I agree. It's it, it wasn't, oh my God, this is the new solution going forward. It was, okay, let's give Kevin O'Connell some different ingredients to cook with and see what it looks like. And, oh, they just put up the most points uh, that they have in any game so far this season with yes. a guy that's learning the playbook for the last three days and is meeting his teammates for the first time faced with a ton of adversity too like you had bad things thrown at you consistently yeah and and like the whole o'connell package today to me was flat out impressive his team could have quit his team could have been like screw this we're getting guys hurt right and left jaron hall gets hurt this guy came in on wednesday right like there were so that that's what i that's what at the, the top of the show we talked about this to me was it shows the character of the culture that's been built. Like, so if there were questions about culture, really, because I mean, that word gets thrown around so much, right? So like, what are you really doing? It's like, no, today we saw, we saw a team that had every, every reason to be like, screw it. And they didn't. And, and O'Connell is the number one reason why they didn't. Let's keep rocking here. Uh, we're an hour into Vikings vent line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Declan, who's next? Let's go to Taco Dave next year. What's up? Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Taco Hi. Dave. Hi. What's going on, you guys? 
Judd. Judd, wave the flag. Judd, oh, hold on. When, get when the flag. You the know flag. what to do. Flag's <laughs> getting a workout today. Boy, that flag. That flag's working overtime. Hey, you guys are the best, man. This is i know i know i know you've waved it so many times but she said i love it when he does that i said okay so this is your line uh that's that's freya she is my good luck charm i know we've had a few my dog must be a falcons fan because he's depressed and sleeping in the corner so (laughs) he's out he's out that's it that's fine hey guys this is the craziest not just season well not just game but season I can't even believe I was so optimistic out of maybe 60 experts. I think I saw three to five that actually picked the Vikings out of all of the panels over all of the, you know, media across all the platforms. It was insane. I I was like, and everyone was hating on hall. I was so excited to see hall play. And frankly, in that second possession, um, he did really good. And what a heartbreaker, you know, he's, yeah. he's out. Okay, fine. Next man up. I had no optimism for Hall. Who's been here for what? Like four days, three days, whatever Dobbs. it is. Yeah. Or yeah. Dobbs. I mean, sorry for Dobbs. Thank you, Mackie. Yeah. Um, I had no optimism. And then after uh, some struggles, like what an awesome rally and come on, let's look at it. Realistically, we've got, all, all sorts of our best playmakers, JJ, Cousins, now Akers. Uh, I didn't even, I mean, last minute scratch, we got Derisaw out. Yep. What a crazy list of all of the best players on this team. Not all of them, but, you know, enough of them. And then Hall going down. And then KJ or JJ or KJ going down. Yeah. This has just been ridiculous. And we still rally. What did they say? I think, uh, I don't know. I, I read something. The team was saying, we're gelling. And I don't care if you've got your best players. If you're playing as a team and everyone's playing together, there's, what do you say? <laughs> School Vikings! Yes. Wave the flag! Wait, 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 wait. Oh, more arm workouts! Yeah! <laughs> Poor Labrams. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Taco Dave Thanks, chiming Dave. in. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's see here. Moxie Blue and uh, and Sun Dan chime in here via the Ventline inbox, vikingsventline at gmail.com. Uh, Dan says, I love me some Kirk Cousins, but I definitely can tell what it would be like to have more of a mobile quarterback now. What is the plan moving forward on the running game, though? Skull. I mean, Cam Akers ain't going to be a part of it because he looks like he tore his Achilles. So, Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler. I mean, he's sitting there in mothballs right now, not getting a shot. Kane is still there. And I I would suggest that Ty Chandler deserves more of a chance right now than Wong Wu does. Um, I mean, they could sign if they really don't think that Ty Chandler can play. And I'd be curious to know what the actual situation is there there's clearly things we don't know but i mean they could go back and sign a guy off the street but um i also have a feeling the pff offensive line grades aren't going to be too friendly on run blocking 
Boone can set us straight. Yeah. But I got a, I got a feeling that the uh, and and look, I mean, if Darius out, that's a huge loss. But I got a feeling the left side of the line is not going to get real high marks. Just a complete guess. Yeah. Yeah. What's amazing is they did run for 146 yards today, four and a half yards of carry. You just if you just looked at that, you'd be like, wow, 146, four and a half yards of carry. Take that every game. But uh, over half of those yards were from <laughs> quarterback scrambles. And I don't think yeah. they called any actual quarterback run plays. Those that, that was Joshua Dobbs and Jaron Hall nine different times just making it happen on their own. Yeah. So, all right, who do we got next here on Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel? A couple more left. Uh, let's go to, is it Ham- Hamedou? Hamedou. Hamedou. Hey, Hamedou. What's going hey. on, man? Not too much. Long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. I've been a Vikings fan since 98. Um, like the gentleman that was uh, a few calls ago, being a little down on us, we, we're not saying that Joshua Jobs is the future. We're just excited for the win. That's, what, four games in a row now? Um, so, school, I just wanted to say hi, join in, and uh, this is my view. Oh, wow. Oh, Hamadou. Oh, Where are you, dude? Come on. Dude. I'm in Chicago, and then this is my uh, best friend right here. This is our evening walk. This is Rooney. Just want to say Rooney. hi, Rooney. Who's the boy? We have, this is a record number of thanks, dogs here. Hamadou, thanks for checking in, man. Rooney. We have a record number of dogs. Five dogs? I love the dogs. dogs. Can never have enough dogs. dogs. Love dogs. Beach fronts. I mean, like, we've had yeah. two, two or three beach fronts even. This that was Lake Michigan? Ridiculous. That was Lake Michigan, yeah. right? Yeah, he's, yeah. On, he's on the walk, but you know what? Can never see enough dogs. Always mm-hmm. love to see your dogs, man. Who do we got next here? Bob? We got Bob. Bob. I is this think. Bob and Bob and Bob, Pennsylvania? Are you Bob? There? Hot tub? Bob. I'm there in the hot tub. Son of oh, a gun. Boy, Scott. I just want you to I know you can't see me. It's daylight savings. It's pretty dark, but I'm in the tub. Listen. Oh, cracking the, the, the crack of that can, Bob. Yeah, it's it's all right, not the now, right kind of beer, but no, that's fine. it's no, it's not at all. No, but I had a, a double uh, Simcoe IPA before this, and I always like to chase it down with something lighter. Okay, okay. We'll get victory. you some. We'll get you some surly uh, down the road here. We'll we'll get you some surly. <laughs> you can send me a case of that any day. Bob, would you sign Joshua Dobbs to a five-year contract or more like four years with a team option after this performance today? That's a very good question, and I just want to say something about Dobbs. What Dobbs did today is what I usually do on a golf course when I'm unfamiliar with the course. I just go up to the tee, look at my shot. I don't think about anything and let it rip. And that's what he did today. He went up to that line of scrimmage. He had no clue on what the playbook was. He just, you know what? He just did what he does best. He winged it, and he got the win, and that's a big win for the Vikings and Skull. And I'm going to have a drink to that. Amen. Kind of reminds me of what Case Keenan did a few years ago. No, wait, especially on that fourth down where he escaped the, the, you know, the pass rush, and he converted that fourth down, and then he throws a touchdown pass with, you know, seconds left in the game. I'll tell you, I give that man a lot of credit, and I give the coaching staff a lot of credit. But I just want to say something prior to that, you know, as Vikings fans, we, you know, we're, we're down late in the game, you know, even with cousins and, you know, with a quarterback situation, whatever it is right now, when we're down late in a game like this, it, it always looks futile, but 
when I saw those T-shirts after Addison made that catch on the sidelines, unbelievable of Cousins. The shirts of Kirk Cousins after his injury? You want to talk about Team Karma and a team coming together to support an injury that could be career-ending, but is season-ending, obviously, but a team coming together to support one another and not only the player who's injured. And you know what? Maybe next week they should come out with a shirt with Cousins and Acres because they got the same injury, and that will double the effect of the emotion that this team plays with. So I give them a lot of credit. What a win today. I mean, to come from behind and win on a road like that, Answer your question. I wouldn't sign Dobbs yet, but I love the effort today. I love it. Love it, man. Bob in Pennsylvania, one of the OG Vikings vent line guests. Throw that tub. You know what, too? The mystery man, Bob. I love that guy. Bob's awesome, man. But, you know, they... It was cool. They they had the Kirk Cousins t-shirts, like the Kirk O'Chains t-shirts, and Justin Jefferson is, is, uh, is on camera. But I think what you're seeing in terms of it being a culture win, right? As our guy, Kyle Tige from flagrant house tagged it before the, the show started here, they will rally around anyone. And that, that's not like a slight on Kirk. Like Kirk is Kirk's been the guy here, but then, okay. Jo- Joshua Dobbs, it's your turn. Jaron Hall gets hurt. Right. And Kevin O'Connell is there the whole game, teaching him on the sidelines, giving him a big fatherly hug as he comes off the field, right? Like talking in his ear for 30 seconds. And then all of Dobbs new teammates coming up. Like it's not unique to just Kirk. It's a culture. It's a vibe that they're creating with Kevin Mm -hmm. O'Connell at the top. And so it's, um, I think it's, I feel like it's hard to quantify this, but that culture that they're creating is more powerful than like five draft positions in the first round. You know, to continue building this thing is, is like winning that game. I don't think is a detriment to the franchise because your draft position suffers. You're instead of having the twelfth pick, you're gonna have the eighteenth pick. But I'd rather see what they're building. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I think what it shows us is is, is the progress and what O'Connell is doing, which to me is, is the most important thing. Look, a year ago they they won thirteen games. I think they had eleven one score games and they had eight fourth quarter comebacks. And I continue to say a year ago, the, the only thing about this is what's going to happen when trouble strikes. Like they didn't have trouble last year until the Giants beat them. There was zero adversity, which in sports is great until you hit adversity and then you fall apart. This team has hit adversity and they continue. It's like um, turbulence. They're hitting it continually. And what I've seen from them is impressive. And, and so I think in, yes, the draft position would be nice. But that being said, I think that this is a test more than of the players. I think it's a test of the coach and the staff and yep. what can they do and and what they, they've done also with a D.C. who's really good, too. You know, the Donatel thing didn't work and it didn't work for a reason. He was not good. Uh, Flores is really good. And I think what we have seen now is is trying to make it through a season of adversity in which we don't know how far this team can go. We have seen. What happens when you get punched? Because that's what I kept saying. When you take a right cross, you get back up. And we didn't know that a year ago. Now we know that they're going. And that that includes the start, too. I mean, this team was fumbling the football right and left for, what, five weeks? So that's where I am. That's where 
I am hopeful that Kevin O'Connell has shown us, I think, a lot more in 2023 than he did in 2022. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a wrap on Vikings vent line here, but it's definitely not a wrap on discussion about what happened today over the next 24 hours because we're going to be live again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Time on the Purple Daily YouTube channel for our hottest Vikings takes, for a pie chart of praise, and uh, and some other discussion. We've got trenches with Boone likely tomorrow. Um, I would say 75% tomorrow, if not Tuesday. And then we've got Purple Daily on draft where you guys oh, – I feel bad for Tyler. Tyler Fornis has been all over Jaron Hall. For like four years, and he had a really good second drive that resulted um, was it in a field goal, I guess, because they didn't have yep. a quarterback to operate the fourth down and one from the goal line. Yep. But um, you guys will be talking about sort of the the quarterback landscape, and then uh, before I die with Judd and Jesse and, and Ross, so all sorts of stuff coming at you on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and podcast feeds in the next twenty four hours. But just final thoughts from you guys before we put a bow on this thing, a Vikings win four straight to get to five and four. Super impressed, super impressed as impressed as I've been a long time considering that this game went um, six ways wrong and they still came back and won with a quarterback who had, had been here for what, four or five days. So I'm very impressed by this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty impressive. And you're still in the driver's seat and in position to make the playoffs and you had to start your third option at quarterback. Um, pretty crazy, man. I, I saw Kevin Seifert tweet out just a little bit ago, you know, incredible stories in the Vikings locker room. Like Dobbs didn't take a snap at practice. He didn't take a snap from Garrett Bradbury. He didn't throw, he doesn't know these guys names even. And here he is out here just balling out on, you know, because Jaron Hall gets injured and now you get to see where you go from here. You get to come home for a bit. It's going to be good. So is that amazing? Like he doesn't even know their names. So you. he's out there. He and he's he canned a couple plays at the line of scrimmage. Like, hey, hey, hey guy, hey guy, come in. Like, how do you tell a guy to go in motion? Well, <laughs> but I will say hey, buddy. this. Hey, pal. You know what? To Quazy's credit, this is where trading for a guy who was playing helped. Yeah, because he's at least he's not rusty. Exactly. Like he's reading defenses and stuff, right? Exactly. So I I will say. The, the fact that, yes, Dobbs is, for the most part, a career backup, but he had started eight games. So he co- comes in, and he might not know names, he, but he knows how to run an offense, and he did it last week. So to Quasi's credit, if you were going to land on a guy that, oh, my God, he's got to go in, he hasn't taken a snap, Dobbs is probably your best guy because at least he had a knowledge. As opposed to, like, if you were to bring – so Colt McCoy is 37 years old. He's on the couch, but he knows the system really well. Yeah, yeah. But he's but, not really mobile. So he comes in, knows the language, knows the system, knows Kevin O'Connell, but he ain't running for 66 yards on no. on, on seven scrambles, right, to keep no, some of those so. So, all right. Hey, thank you guys for uh, helping to make Purple Daily one of the most popular football podcasts in America – uh, on the Apple charts. We really appreciate everyone who's been hanging out with us on these Vikings vent line sessions. Judd, Declan, I'm Phil, Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip. We just want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl before we die. Wave the flag for a seventh time. A seventh time. Four shoulders.